Don't let this be the vibe of your next party. Jazz it up with the You Hate to See It party mix. Oh, fuck yeah! This music is what the third graders call sussy baka. Just search for the You Hate to See It party mix playlist on Spotify for the best party entertainment money can't buy. Hey, this music's bussin'! All right, welcome everyone to this new episode of You Hate to See It. Uh, I know it's a little different hearing my voice do the intro for this, but Adam sadly could not be here with us. Could be worse. Could be hearing my voice. That's true. Uh, Well, we are now, and it's also still garbage. So here we are. But we do luckily have a replacement for Adam for this episode, and it's someone who has been on the show multiple times. He's been on Drunken Jurors. Everyone loves him. We all we all love him. Chaskmaster. Oh my god, I don't even remember that. I was blackout. But here we are. We have Andy back from the brew party and other projects that we are going to learn about probably right now. Yep. Gentlemen, oh well, it's an honor to be back. It's an honor to be a recurring guest, uh, and a fellow guest. Uh, of a podcast that uh bruce valanche has appeared on like holy shit co-host oh uh, yeah we, can, we, can we call him a co-host at this point no <laughs> bruce valanche, i don't him, know i wasn't i wasn't there for that recording oh, so i don't yeah. know anything well, i was talking about andy um, Do we, if we call oh, if we yeah. call andy a co-host I mean, we have to pay him uh i don't get paid so i guess we can yeah i'm assuming some, i would get paid first but i mean <laughs> if there's some true. money to be had I, I i'd like in on it um but yeah i guess this is my How audition like 23 to- cents this is this is just another audition uh, uh, for me to either replace Nick or I guess now Adams with him being gone. The um, most the best I can offer you is Hops number nine gun cleaner. That is the best offer I have. So um, was that like fifteen bucks a bottle? It was eight dollars. <laughs> wow. Yes, still so more I, than I make. So I'm really yeah. feeling really feeling wanted and valued. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I don't need any money. I love, I love to be on here. I was, we were talking before we started that it's been way too long since I've talked to you guys. Um, and I really appreciate being back, but yeah, I am, uh, Andy from the brew party, which has not had an episode released since March, but look out for more content for me coming soon. Uh, new direction for that podcast. Um, and just, I've, I mean, I've got two kids now. I think the last time I was on here, I only had one or maybe even waiting for him to get here but now i have a son and a daughter uh full-time job <laughs> and uh it's it's a lot um but i also am a part of a this awesome podcast with three of my friends uh that i also met on the internet because who else do you do podcasts with um, covid man really fucked yeah, up making friends yeah absolutely um called edging the truth it's a conspiracy theory podcast we've got 22 oh. episodes now so we release every other it's a really um, good name. It's a why really have we, good name. Why have yeah. we not been on this yet? Oh, dude, I now. I mean, I'd love to have you guys on this podcast. Oh, I think fucking Nick and I love conspiracy theory. We do anything yeah. for Adam not to be around for a drunken jurors to do a conspiracy theory yeah. episode. <laughs> so this is it's very similar. It, it's similar to drunken jurors in that we are all getting pretty fucked up. Uh, yeah, we still do that. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the episodes I took mushrooms and I, 
it got to be about like 20 or 30 minutes, not even that long in the episode. I'm going to be honest, <laughs> where I'm sitting there like this was a terrible idea. <laughs> ended up being an awesome episode because my other buddy, he took 50 milligrams, uh, like a 50 milligram edible. And he, <laughs> he usually takes like 10. I was just going to say, I, so, I do like five. <laughs> right. So I'm scared. He, so me and him did this together without telling our other two co-hosts and we're going to see how long it would take them uh, <laughs> to notice. And it turned out to be like one of the funniest episodes we had. What one of the funniest episodes that he, my friend that took the edibles had done just because he was on a fucking roll. I think I think, all- I think I took 10 milligrams once and I ended up couch locked <laughs> in a chair for two hours. Yeah, uh, it's I mean, edibles are not for the week uh, and the best part about it is my buddy, he has one lung, so he, he like, can't. Oh, God. Like, really? Like, yeah. actually? One, oh, one, one working lung, and his heart is backwards. Um, oh. He can't, he can't physically, he can't actually smoke. Like, it would, he, yeah. he's, on, yeah. he's got an oxygen tube. Yeah. Uh, so he just get, really gets down with edibles, and he's like, fuck it, I've never taken this much before. He goes, if you take mushrooms for this episode, I'll take a 50-milligram edible. And I'm like, I'm sold, dude. I'll do whatever I need to do to, to get you to take 50 have milligrams. You, is, have, you heard, have you heard this? Is that what you took? What's that? Is that a hero's dose? Uh, wh- I don't know what that means, but... I don't. Uh, hero, hero's dose is like fucking double what you're like supposed to take or something of a certain recreational drug. Sure. I've never heard that term, but he was a hero for sure. He carried the episode. <laughs> um, like Dude, I said, I was, oh. I'm like bent over like this, like looking around, like how much fucking longer is this fucking going to go? Like, this is a do bad you, idea. Do you sleep it off like weed? Is that what you do? After that or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are those dreams like fucking vivid or do you uh, just not remember? I mean, I don't really remember much, but I mean, like, so it's just it's, it's just like. A, you just feel very connected, like with yourself, like with like you're very cerebral, like you're connected with the things around you. Shit makes you giggle a little bit more, makes you a little bit more emotional. Maybe it just makes you have a good fucking so, time. So I've I've heard that mushrooms are a thing that you should do only if you're like mentally stable at the moment to do them. Sure. Like if like, you're if you're having like a slightly bad time in your life and you do mushrooms, it, you're just gonna have a real bad time on well, mushrooms. Well, yeah, that's the thing with pretty much all psychedelics. It, it's all about the mindset you have going in, into it. If you go in with an open mindset, a positive mindset you're most likely going to have a fucking awesome experience. Uh, I have never had a bad trip. I've been with people that definitely have, um, but no, it's all about a mindset. Yeah. There are certain things that maybe if you're going through, you probably shouldn't be popping (laughs) mushrooms, but I mean, people are micro dosing and taking them all the time. Like they do actually. Psilocybin uh, has had astounding effects lately in psychology. So mushrooms try them. Um, but I, I don't know if Unless you're having be... a bad time. This is not endorsed by any of us on this podcast. I don't, don't know. I don't know if I do them before. Is that? Oh yeah. Don't oh, do that. Don't do, do that. them at the comfort of your own home or somewhere that you feel safe. I've also Get heard a have a babysitter. I also heard that having like one sober person in the room will help if things start to go south. Sure. Which yeah, you could you... just be our babysitter and then. Oh should... yeah, I I die. I would I would commit seppuku within like ten minutes. Oh, we we yeah, people would just be murdered. So, 
Yeah, but that kind of gives you the vibe of that podcast. We're usually getting a little stoned. I'm usually uh, having a couple beers. Uh, we're just we just have a good time. Uh, so we just recorded an episode Friday that is out now. Uh, by the time you are listening to this, it is which which, which episode? Of, no, it's not. It's which episode? It, this is one was actually uh, Shrooms was. Uh, two, fuck, two or three <laughs> episodes ago, it tells you like how fried I am just all the time. Uh, I can't remember what. Hold on, let me look at my phone. I'll remember by looking at That's it. Fine. It was, because uh, it was if, a topic doing, that was fucking you, stupid. Oh doing... no, I know what it was. We did food conspiracies, so we did uh <laughs> Mexican Coke. Like, is it actually different from like the shit we have here? Like, you know, it comes mm. in. The- yeah. Oh, I have the a bottle. I have a yeah. glass bottle, but it's out of my reach. Oh, it's of like course. real cane sugar. Or whatever. Yes, that that was the thing. Is it actually real cane sugar in there? We we like looked at these studies and shit that they did. Uh, and then we also did. Well, um, the, is it? Uh, go listen to the episode, Nick. Yeah, go listen to the episode, dude. I'm not <laughs> going to fucking spoil it. And then have you guys heard the <laughs> conspiracy that uh, formed on Reddit uh, a few years ago that uh, Outback Steakhouse is ran by a satanic cult. I, I have heard, I have this, heard yes. that somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we did uh, Mexican Coke in the front half and then the Outback Steakhouse <laughs> satanic cult in the back half of that episode. Food conspiracies. That's which one it was. Mm. But I mean, we've done Bigfoot. We've done UFOs, aliens, ghosts. Um, See, the hit- thing with UFOs and aliens and stuff is like you have so many things to branch off of. Like you right. guys can do like. Two years worth of episodes. I don't know how often oh, you guys release. I got like, well, two years it, worth of fucking shit on that. Oh, yeah. No, it's so we've really only done like one on aliens, but like we've we've definitely going to circle back. We just want to hit kind of some more topics before right. we before we start doing that. But yeah, we definitely have. There's just so much to talk about. And we I mean, there's times during that podcast where uh it's like we have to move on because it's like we could just keep going but we have just more shit that we need so to get to i have two propositions for you sure i think you need to have nick and i on for an alien podcast we have some wild views on that shit done and done and then i want you and maybe one of your co-hosts to come on and we need to do a 9-11 series of all the conspiracies with 9-11 we've been wanting to do it next year have i think we- it's <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been wanting to. I think next year will be the year that we release like a full month of Adam's going to listen to this and hate me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to next year, all of September, release an episode Jesus. about 9 11 because there's so much conspiracy behind it. Yeah, there's so much. And I think it would be so fun to just have a couple guests get super fucking drunk and just go through all the shit show that this is, is 9-11. This is how they'd want to be remembered. This is how they'd uh, want to be remembered. Yeah. It's not, um, but we're going to do it. I'll oh, get, I'll get with them on that part, and uh, we'll <laughs> see what they say. But I absolutely would love to have you guys on the podcast. I think it would be super fun. Uh, it'd be a great group to get together. Um, but yeah, dude, the, so... Ghosts, aliens. Uh, we did. Uh, did Hitler escape to Argentina during World War II? Oh. Uh, did John Wilkes Booth uh, really die, or was it somebody else? Um, I, the food conspiracy. My uh, my hairdresser uh, is the descendant of the woman hung in the John Wilkes Booth thing. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, like um, the government like candor and apologize. Or I came to our family and apologized like 
10, 20 years ago. It's like, yeah, sorry, we fucked up. She had nothing to do with it. <laughs> we only woman to be hung by the US government. Uh so yeah, go check it out. It's www.edgingthetruth.com. It's got links to all of our episodes where you can watch them or listen to them right there. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're on Twitter, very Instagram. Nicely done. Very Twitter, nicely done, by the way. T- Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, at Edging the Truth. We're on YouTube, youtube.com slash Edging the Truth. And then we live stream all of our episode recordings on Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Edging the Truth. Come hang out uh, in the chats uh, throughout your wild uh, theories. We also have a voicemail line you can call uh, and leave us voicemails that are topics you want us to talk about. Uh, any comments you have on on the episode, stupid shit we say in there, anything we'd love to hear from you. It's been fucking awesome so far. We release it every other week. Um, Already followed. Typically, thank you. <laughs> Typically on uh, late Monday nights, Tuesday mornings will be the release uh, of of that. And then now that's college football season season is back. I am uh, once again a part of from the stands college football. Uh, with my buddies uh, Brian McArdle and Tom Scavetta. It's a weekly college football game day show. It drops Saturday mornings or uh, late Friday evenings. Um, so you guys do the stuff going into the week, not yeah, like real so, recap. No, you we do, do like, both. So the front oh, okay. of the beginning of the show is a couple minute recap of what we what we saw from the week before. The then the end. Our last segment is called Shots and Chasers. So it's the biggest games of. Uh, each time slot so we pick a shot which uh so for example for like the 11 o'clock time shot we pick time slot we we pick a shot so that'd be the game uh we we think you should really be tuning into the biggest game of that time slot and then the chaser is like uh maybe another one you should keep your eye on so we do one for the 11 the maybe like an upset and underdog right. type thing exactly uh, so we throw some fun segments in there as well. Sorry, you do have to remember our listeners aren't sports fanatics. Probably we don't oh, talk no, about it often. So who gives a shit? <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's funny that our uh, our listeners go fuck yourself from Andy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, who gives a shit about that? Then I won't even plug it. I'm I'm fucking around. Um, yeah, check us out. We're on uh wherever you get your podcast, or you can go to YouTube.com/slash From the Stands Sports. Uh, I think we are on Twitter at From the Stands US. Um, check us out. It's, it's been awesome. Really fun there. And then obviously the brew party, which I have not released an episode since March. Uh, I've been trying to find a kind of new direction for that show to go kind of maybe change the format a little bit, make it a little, little bit easier on me to kind of do everything myself. Um, so I'm hoping to get the first episode of that back released by week two of the NFL season. Um, but yeah, let's go to uh, thebrewparty.com for all episodes. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the brew party or on Facebook at the brew party podcast. But yeah, that's all of my plugs. I think it's hilarious that I, yeah, uh, like, you guys well. asked me, I have like <laughs> a million of them, but we were, we're, we were planning on talking football and we just oh, we start going, in, we just oh, start going, going into to. psychedelics to start I, it. I, I, I fucking love it. That's my kind yeah, of pod. That, that's, that's all this is about is we get drunk and whatever ends up happening happens. <laughs> Oh, but, anyway, uh, and then I got another show to plug. No, I'm just <laughs> fucking around. It's you hate to see point. it. Yeah, it is you hate to see it. I'm officially a part of this show now, too. Just fucking stack it on my plate. One of them's got to take off at, at some point. You so, think so I I I'm just going to go through the slate of week one of college football right now because this comes out after week two. But we'll go through the slate of 
week one. Some some games that I think were interesting, or I didn't get to really see a whole lot of it or highlights or anything, but just games that I thought were weird. I, I want to start off with one that's really on my mind. and It's just an absolute shit show if you really look at it. The, the Iowa versus fucking, what is it, South Dakota State University? Mm-hmm. The, the Jackrabbits or something? South the game State. ended it yep. was like seven to three and that seven wasn't even a touchdown by Iowa it was two safeties and a field goal yep what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's, that's Iowa football for you it's big 10 baby but it's there I mean their offense is pretty embarrassing there uh, sur- how many how many safeties were scored in the NFL last season you said a curiosity I mean more than two but yeah. um it's doesn't happen often right it's the first time in division excuse me in division one college football history that a team has scored seven points in a game, like without scoring a touchdown. <laughs> it was wild watching um, the highlights of that. I mean, so a all, fun fact, the, the Iowa players, State, their punter. Yeah. The Iowa, the Iowa punter had more yards than both teams combined. <laughs> so that was the oh, thing that happened. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, Tory I'm over Taylor here trying is, to click is, on the fucking stats, and I don't even see Iowa as an option. I think they just took it off the slate. I mean, they Same had uh, <laughs> the entire schools. Their court, because the quarterback had like 109 yards and in an interception, I think. And it it be... was so bad, man. Yeah. Like, it, so I anemic. I saw I saw a video talking about that game, and it's it was by a fan of Iowa, and they were talking about Iowa this year might be one of the most like odd teams ever in like NCAA with they have a bottom five offense and possibly like a top 10 defense all the time and and I think that's true I was always been known for the grittiness like the the Hawks or whatever the fuck the mascot Hawkeyes Hawkeyes. yeah good good for you Hawkeyes I knew it was it's it's the big 10 team right yeah Mm -hmm. and they did that bad Mm mm-hmm I mean, okay. they won. They won the game, but I mean, they're playing. They're playing. But it's not FCS looking good school. for playing any other Division One school right now. Okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, uh, because this is the only way I can jump in and have anything to talk about, Andy, what are your thoughts about the Big Ten being fifteen teams, two of them being in <laughs> the uh, California? Yeah. And also, why is the Big Twelve like a fucking six teams? Well. Because uh, the SEC and the Big Ten and even the Pac-12 poached all their teams away. That's why. <laughs> um, so much so that the Big 12 had to go get four new schools to come join. <laughs> um, but, I mean, money talks in this. I was going to say, NIL, college football. NIL deals, I think, are playing a big factor in it, too, now. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's that, but I mean, these like these. How comp- do you poach a school away from a conference? Like, how does that more work? money off of, like television them- time and stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah, the I mean, the Big Ten just signed like with the biggest fucking TV contract of all time. Yeah. For so college, huge, like they. Before yeah. you go too far into it, I think the reason like USC and UCLA came in is because UCLA, like, no one was walking watching. Pac-12 games because they were so late into the night because of like how the Pacific time zone is with the rest of the world like world rest of the nation that they came in because now their time like their time slots are earlier in the day during like prime time games they're not just like late night games that people might watch 
Pac-12 After Dark is magical, and I will hear no ill uh, ill words about it. I'm not saying um, it's bad. I'm just saying <laughs> most people who don't give a shit about I college mean, football aren't going right. to tune in at what, like, what I, do they started like eight or nine. <laughs> uh, sometimes even later than that. Yeah, yeah, you got you get that nice 10:30 Central Time slot, or I mean 11:30 on if you're on the East Coast. But um, I, I mean, I think really behind it is money. Like what you're going to see in college football moving forward is these like super conferences uh, oh, these yeah. teams are trying to build their resumes. Um, they're trying like the, the big 10 is, I mean, they're, they're talking about adding Oregon uh, from the pack 12 as well. Um, they're, I mean, they're obviously in play for Notre Dame, which geographically really makes sense. Yeah. Uh, unlike, <laughs> unlike the moves uh, out to the West coast, but I mean, they're just trying, trying to expand the brand of the big 10. Uh, now they, Jeff. now they have teams, on the East Coast, in two teams on the East Coast, in Maryland and Rutgers, and now you have, East. and now you have two teams in the West Coast, in USC and UCLA. Um, obviously, this this I think it goes into effect twenty twenty four. I don't remember uh, how many seasons they have. Well, also, on top of that, because of all these changes. NCAA football has gone to uh, they're moving to the 12 team playoff to yeah. include every conference winner gets in. Right. I, I read that. So, I think I read that today. It was like every conference winner gets into the um into the like 12 team playoff. And then it's like the next like top rated teams. Uh, that was, this that. was the thing. This is the thing I saw that was weird. Um, Longhorns are currently in the big 12 and they're moving to the sec in 2025 yes, yes yeah. but also texas a&m is already in the sec right yeah texas yeah. a&m moved over missouri moved over um oklahoma is going with texas to the sec um i mean colorado it, basically the, the big 12 is ago. going to be nebraska just, moved to the big 10 in 2014 big 12 is like, not going to be a thing anymore no yeah, i mean so the big 12 is adding Houston, Cincinnati, uh, UCF, and somebody else. Um, I couldn't tell you exactly. But uh, as far as the expansion goes, so the board of directors got together. So this was something that Brigham was Young, Central California, Cincinnati, and Houston. Yeah, BYU. Yep, yep, yep. yep. BYU, which are actually some solid kind of what, what we call so mid, Texas mid and Oklahoma are schools. Leaving. So, um, Andy, really quick, are are we not going to have independent schools anymore? I don't think we will. I mean, uh, probably this not point, because they don't make so money. They Notre won't Dame make the money of it. Moving well, to yeah. the Big Ten, probably. So, I mean, if if they don't move to the Big Ten, they might go to the ACC. Maybe they go to the SEC. You don't think they're going to say independent? No, no, because here's the thing: they just voted on this with the expansion to twelve teams, which will officially go into effect in 2026. They are trying to push the uh, conference commissioners into pushing it into effect as, as soon as 2024. Um, so, so Jeff said it. So like they call it the power six or whatever, yeah. which technically is just the power five. But so it's like the six major conferences, I believe. Um, so I'll try to follow the, you with so, this. So the big 10, the yep. SEC, yep. the ACC, yep. technically the big 12, the Pac-12 are yep. were the original Power Five. Yeah. Then I don't know if they're including the American Athletic Conference in this or not. Um, I thought they were including the independents, honestly. 
No, but so if you're an independent, you will you you're ineligible yeah. to receive a first round buy. Is the yeah, thing. that's true. Yeah. So the top four seeds all receive a first round buy, and then the fifth through the twelfth seed will play a first round playoff game at the lower seeds home campus. Yep. So that means we're going to get playoff games on like, like let's say Iowa makes it, they're going to have a fucking playoff game the first or second week of December at Kinnick. And it's probably going to be fucking electric. Um, even though they're going to score like two safeties and a field goal. Um, and that's it. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's uh, two safeties is a wild there. Right. <laughs> those, those are some good offenses there. This um, was South Dakota state university, right. my guy. All <laughs> right. Um, so, so like the five will play the 12 seed, the six will play the 11 seed, so on and so forth. And then the one through the four will wait and they'll play the winner of those games. Um, I think it's awesome for college football because it gives one more than four teams a chance. I mean, that's kind of been the rub like on the, on the CFP uh, as of late. Uh, well, not as of late, kind of from the start, it's like, it's four teams from the start. It's like, that's less than, like five percent of your like the total teams are have a chance to like actually make the playoffs or, or make the playoffs or some crazy shit like that. Um so I like that there are gonna be more teams that have an opportunity. Is it still gonna be like are you still gonna see your Alabamas, your Ohio States, your Clemsons, your Georgias, all of them like making the playoffs? Yeah, probably. Now you're just going to see them maybe beat up on a smaller school a little bit more, but NCAA is going to make more first, money. I was going to say, and that first round will be a little bit more electric to watch. Oh yeah. The first rounds are going to be fucking awesome on these. That second campuses. round might be garbage to watch. You the might second, see, yeah. you might, might see Ohio state play Iowa for the second game in a row. And it's just garbage. Again. We might, or, but also you might see some, some crazy upsets that happen once in a blue moon. But anyway, like, I, I oh I, uh, yesterday I believe it was was the uh, anniversary of Appalachian State overtaking, um or beating, what was it Alabama? Who would they Michigan. beat? Michigan, Michigan, yeah, Michigan in two thousand seven with the block field goal. Uh, yeah, that was uh, might have been Saturday that that was, um, but yeah, man, that that all time crazy game. Speaking of Appalachian one, State, though. they had an amazing game in week one against North Carolina app state scored 40 points in the fourth quarter and they lost is Appalachian Um, state in West Virginia no they are in North Carolina actually boom I guessed I guessed boom North Carolina a couple more things from this first week slate of college football was I mostly because I missed a little bit of the offseason here. Were we not expecting Cincinnati to be good? I'm assuming we weren't. I, I After what they lost last season, so, I wasn't expecting them to be like a ranked team again. Especially um, going against I mean, Arkansas, who was always ranked for no reason. It's a future Big 12 team, Jeff. Careful. Right, so if you talk about Cincinnati, like the first thing you're going to think about is, oh, yeah, they lost a lot of guys. So they lost Desmond Ritter, their starting quarterback. They lost Jerome Ford, their number one running back. They lost Alec Pierce. Uh, their number one receiver. They lost their one and two um, cornerbacks uh, on, on defense in, in Kobe Bryant and Sauce Gardner. Um, but, I mean, they come in ranked. They still have Luke Fickle as their head coach, who's one of the best coaches in college football right now. Um, I mean, he recruits really well. Uh, they bring in some new faces, a guy like Jaden Thompson at receiver for, 
for Cincinnati is going to be pretty big, a pretty big player for them. Their quarterback is Ben Bryant, who actually started his career at Cincinnati, ended up transferring, I believe, to Eastern Michigan last season, was the starter there, ends up coming back to Cincinnati, wins the job uh, this year. I think they'll be all right. Um, I picked Arkansas in this game. I just felt like the SEC was going to overpower um, the American Athletic Conference because if you look at Arkansas, they they bring back their quarterback, K.J. Jefferson, from last year. Uh, They bring back some other pieces. Um, And they did end up winning. Cincinnati gave them a game. I think Cincinnati is going to be a pretty good team. Uh, Do I think they're going to go back to the college football playoff this year? I don't. Uh, But I think you'll see Cincinnati in the rankings for most of the season this year, barring something crazy. So my next one was, I guess it's a two-parter for the same game. One, did really anyone expect Georgia not to just beat the shit out of Oregon? And two, do we think Oregon comes back in the top 25? Uh, if you didn't expect Georgia to beat the shit out of Oregon, you're probably an Oregon fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Georgia is just insane. So a little storyline with that game. Oregon's head coach is Dan Lanning. He came to Oregon from Georgia. He was Georgia's defensive coordinator last year. The that Georgia defense was like an all-time defense with, I think, five guys drafted in the first round, which was a record. Either, it was yeah. either five or six. Um, and then more that obviously went after that. I mean, they had the number one pick in the draft and Trayvon Walker. Uh, they had guys like, uh, they have guys like Jordan Davis, uh, guys like Nicobe Dean, guys like Lewis seen all, I mean, all going pretty early in the draft. Nicobe Dean actually ended up falling, I think to the second round, but he is going to open some eyes, I think. Um, but anyway, talking about this year's team, they, they don't rebuild. They just reload. It's just like these guys, put it in perspective, like the third and fourth string guys that never see the field at Georgia could probably go just about anywhere really else quick, in the country before you go any further. I want to pee while you do this part. Hopefully I'm back by the next question. If not, fill it I with have, something. I have, I have stuff. He's got stuff. Have, Perfect. You stuff. Don't underestimate Nick. Yeah. Um. I know football. Right. So they don't rebuild. Why, they re- why, they why do we only go one direction? So like, why, like what, why is it like, seven points instead of one point i'm kidding i'm joking well, when we can get into that no no, no. so it's like I, I they, <laughs> that's fine but like georgia's like bench warmers like their third mm-hmm. and fourth string guys that like rarely ever see the field could go just about anywhere else in the country and be starters like obviously not like an alabama or some somewhere super big like that but pretty damn close like they're just loaded um so they ended up beating oregon 48 to 3 um, and Oregon came Jesus. into this season ranked 11th, which it's why they always do these preseason rankings, which they're kind of bullshit because you don't really know. Like you don't, you don't actually know until the game starts. Like what? I mean, it's like certain, these guys have like, you have a bunch of freshmen who only played in like high school. Right. So like, I mean, there's no yeah. like, huge thing to go. It's not like the NFL where you like, you have, well, like, oh, you have four years of like records and stuff to base off these predictions. Sure. I mean, there's the freshman factor. There's the factor that like there's just transferring is like the new thing that everybody does. Like you have these guys that, you know, maybe didn't play m- very much somewhere else. Now they're going somewhere, going to this new school for a bigger role. So you don't really know like what they are, but it's like obviously the teams, at the top teams like Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, like you, you kind of know what you have going into the season, but you don't really know for sure until the game starts 
with this, it's like Oregon was pretty obviously overmatched going into this. They, they have a brand new quarterback. Well, okay, who ended up actually transferring from Auburn. His name's Bo Nix. So Oregon's he, the Ducks, right? Yes. Oregon okay. is the, the bright green team. They have the best okay. uniforms or some would, they, say, some would say some would say yeah the best. i was gonna say do they uh they they have a bunch of different uniforms they always wear bright colors and stuff uh they're the team that kind of started this whole revolution in college football of like the bright colors the chrome highlights, i, I the, do i do like neon um like black and stuff right i think like i think the seahawks and the eagles have some of the best uniforms just because it's like black and neon sure some of uh oh my god my hair <laughs> Um, some of the best like alternate uniforms this season going in the NFL, the new ones looking pretty good. The the Jets all black unis I've always liked, but this year's mm, something about them. And then you have uh, the Bears in their fucking pumpkin patch uniforms. I don't love. I don't love. I hate the, the pumpkin the patch. Helmets. I hate. I, I don't hate love them yeah. so much. But I am a sucker for all white, all black. Yep. Um. The Bengals ones, the white yeah. helmets. Bengals, Bengals have good uniforms. So like, hold on, always? the Bengals this season, their alt uniform is all black, but their helmet is white. Ooh, and I am a fan. So they're gonna do the white. They're gonna do the white hot, but I think they're gonna do like all white when they when they do it. I don't care. It looks clean but and it looks good. If it's if you do it right, it looks super clean, and that's honest. That's one of my favorite parts about college football is kind of getting back to that is the colors like yeah. you th- you, when you think of these, these schools like week one we saw ohio state notre dame matchup yeah that's like a historically like two huge college football brands programs uh facing off against each other you get to week see the, one nonetheless right and you get to see the golden domes of notre dame against the red the, the scarlet and gray uh, of ohio state or you think about you know a, a Penn State game when they do the whiteout and they're in their traditional fucking all white uniforms. Or I had a root for uh, last week. Or LS, LSU's purple and gold, Georgia's red and black. Uh, just, there are just so many great colors and color matchups, uniforms in college football uh, that add to kind of the allure of it. But I think this year is going to be really fun. I think you're going to see more of the same teams that we're used to at the top. Unfortunately, for a while, I think we'll have that for the next couple of years. It's looking like Alabama is going to be really good. It's looking like Georgia is going to be pretty damn good again. I am Um, excited for Nick's favorite team right now in college football. I don't Uh, want to talk. I don't want to. I am excited for what ends up happening. Next week isn't a thing. It's not a thing that's happening. I am excited to see what Texas does with yours and uh, Manning. I feel like they're going to get some good recruits just based off the fact that both those quarterbacks are there. Cause yours was what a year ago, the number two recruit. Yeah. Dude. So he left, he left school early to enroll at Ohio state, signed a million dollar NIL deal. And then uh, CJ Shroud fucking shit on people. Didn't win the starting job and was like, all right, I'm going to go back to Texas where he's originally from sign another huge fucking NIL deal and get to play. Um, in a Steve Sarkeesian offense that, you know, he's going to get to throw it and he's going to be, oh, yeah. you know, the guy, um, he's let's not forget Quinn Ewers is really good too. So, so the, all, good. obviously all the hype is around arch, um, which, Yours you know, is anytime, shit, right. I, I like to no, think, no, of, no, no. I arch, like to think of... arch is not, he is Eli and Peyton's nephew. Yeah. So, nephew. Okay. So their, their brother 
Cooper. He's the one Cooper. that like got Cooper, his yeah, shit Cooper Manning in college, right? And then like so he was play. like a he was like a really fucking good receiver, okay. and he got injured and just yeah just never stuck in the NFL. Um, I don't even know if he ended up playing in the NFL at all, but I know he got he had a like a basically a career ending injury. So the thing with Arch is anytime your last name is Manning and you're a quarterback, like you're gonna get some eyes. Obviously, you're gonna yeah. have a lot of hype around you. Well, he played um, in a good state too. Like I mean, he plays very... in Louisiana, but he, he plays at like a small private school. So it's like his yeah. competition isn't necessarily to the level as some of the other four or five star well, guys. Like yours, like right? Like yours played at a pretty decent I mean, sized school. Yours played at a, a high school in a, a pretty decent sized high school in Texas. Like, yeah, it's I mean, they live and breathe high school football down there. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I haven't seen enough one yours tape uh, or two enough of arch manning to really make a decision on who's going to be better if i had to make a call i'm going to say they're going to go with yours especially if he has a solid year this year i'm not saying arch manning isn't going to be able to battle for the job in I, camp, but i just really feel like they're going to they're going to redshirt him and uh and and it's it'll be yours team like i know i, I so I, I have a couple I mean, takes on that. I, I at, think at worst, at worst, Ewers transfers again. Like it's yeah. it, with the culture in fucking college football. I think everything has changed. It's about all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get enough playing time here. All right. I'm gonna transfer somewhere else. Okay. How much is the NIL deal? Uh, how much money? Which I love, by the way. I think they deserve to oh, be paid. I've said yeah. that. I've said that before. Go get your bag. Uh, for how much money they're making these universities, they absolutely deserve to be reimbursed. Well, we're both um, big Pat McAfee fans, so everyone yeah. should be making their bags. Absolutely. And uh, and then obviously the conference realignment and now the college football expansion. So, um, but as far as, yeah, I think it's, I mean, unless Arch comes in and just absolutely just fucking blows the roof off the place and, or if yours has, ends up having a bad year. I mean, we've only seen him play, one week and it was i don't even know who they played it was obviously versus a nobody uh but, I mean, i'll look for texas here they definitely this. they definitely have their hands full or they're gonna have their hands full with alabama next week so it'll be interesting to see how he kind of responds to that but i don't know man like i said anytime you have manning on the uh, on the as your last name like you're gonna have eyes on you people are gonna be talking about you so i'm sure as soon as Ewers fucks up they're gonna be calling for arch just because how crazy Texas fans are, and just how crazy like college football fans are in general. Texas is yeah, Texas only... fans so crazy. Gotta I mean, watch out for us. They aren't. I mean, they aren't the only crazy fan base in the country, but they definitely are one of them. Hold on, I'm look. I'm looking up the uh, Texas game. The fuck they played. I want to say it was like. Rice also, I did watch that Illinois Wyoming game. That oh, was yeah, a thing dude. to watch. That was something. <laughs> Oh my God! Where the fuck? When the fuck did Texas play? Who's Michigan play this week? Maybe they didn't play. Maybe I'm just making shit up in my head. No, I feel like I saw something about them, but maybe, yeah, maybe they didn't. Maybe they did have a week one bye. Yeah. Oh, oh no, Texas? Uh, they no played, Texas. No, they no, played. They played, like... they played uh, UL Monroe. Right. One fifty-two to ten. Ewers had two hundred twenty-five yards. One fifty. Oh, okay. I thought you you said one fifty-two to ten, not one hundred and fifty-two to ten. I was like, "Holy fuck!" 
I feel like I should would have heard of no, that. No, so my my couple <laughs> things about the Ewers man slaughter rule like, somewhere there. I think Ewers just has like I don't think he has experience, but like sitting behind CJ Stroud and going to the transfer transfer portal and Archie Manning coming in. I, I feel like they're gonna where stick was with Stroud? the Ewers. Where was where was he before Texas? Ohio State. Okay. Stroud, I think Stroud I, is still at Ohio State. Yeah. Ewers was at Ohio yeah. State and then went to Texas. Uh, Ewers, as the number two recruit of like the nation, his year, then realizing that Stroud's not going anywhere because Stroud was a Heisman finalist his fucking freshman year. Realizing, like, oh, maybe, else. yeah, he's like, maybe I should transfer. So he goes back to Texas and that's when they sign Archie Manning. I, I think Ewers can be a very like similar to a Joe Burrow almost. I think he has the potential to be really fucking good, except for the fact that he didn't sit behind great quarterbacks as much as um, I say great, great college quarterbacks like Burrow did and then moved to LSU because Burrow sat behind two, didn't he? He stayed at Ohio, I mean, Ohio State for a while. Was got beat up by Haskins, and I think he was there for. Who was after Haskins? Fuck, why can't I think of it? No, what? No, I feel like it was somebody. And then Haskins. Oh, uh-huh. Who was before Haskins? Um, um, it was not JT Barrett, was it? No, we couldn't bear it. Just, just Haskins. He might have just got beat out by. Did Haskins start two years or three years? Uh, he. So Haskins beat out Burrow for the Buckeyes starting job prior to 2018 season, and then Burrow transferred to LSU, and Haskins went on to throw for 48,300. Yeah. Not 48,000. 4,831 yards and 50 touchdowns before entering the draft. So literally he sat behind Haskins, but they were behind someone else before then. Haskins just beat him out for the job. Also, RIP to Haskins. That that was tragic. What happened he died. He, he died. He, okay. he he did die after not his work his sophomore season in the NFL, right? Uh third or fourth. He like a car accident or he was hosting a bunch of his teammates down in South Florida for they were doing a bunch was of this workouts. Recently or... Yeah, it was over the yeah. summer. Um and he I think they had went out one night. Um, and he was like jogging on the side of the road Ooh. at like five in the morning or something like that. I'll look he it got, up. He got hit by a truck or something like that and uh, unfortunately passed away. Let me look this up really quick to so we don't spread false information. Yeah, he was hit and killed by a dump truck on a highway in oh. Florida. In April. All right. So he was. So Joe Burrow was at Ohio State from 15 to 17. So that means it would have been JT. Yeah, yeah it would have been Barrett then, first. And then, uh, yeah, Haskins, Haskins won it, which Ohio State did not make a bad decision there. Like Haskins, I believe, broke their Big Ten record for, yeah. for passing yards that year. Well, no, like, that's the thing with, like, Ohio State is, like, they'll sign multiple really good quarterbacks, but, like, the, oh, yeah, those those second-string ones just have to fucking transfer if they want to make it into the NFL because 
you're you're gonna have a good quarterback at Ohio State. Like Stroud didn't like. I guess that's gonna be the next one we get into. Uh, Ohio State and uh, Notre Dame. He didn't have like an amazing game, but like when he was on, like it was something. Like Stroud, I think has a very. There's something about Stroud that just has like an electric factor to him. Yeah, I mean, he's a young guy. He can throw the shit out of the ball. He also has some pretty incredible weapons around him. I mean, you look at who he played with last year in Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, who are guys that are... And now he has Marvin Harrison Jr. He has Marvin Harrison Jr., and then he has a guy in Jackson Smith and Jigba who broke a record for receiving yards in a bowl game. Uh, Just, I mean, it's Ohio State. They're, They're, again, they're like Georgia. They're third and fourth string guys could go pretty much anywhere in the country and be day one starters and, and probably not miss any of the field. Like they are just, it's just a factory of talent there. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're constantly going to get multiple four and five star quarterbacks and you're going to kind of battle it out. But the thing about, you know, today in college football is it's, there's not too many guys that are going to sit and wait their turn. Yeah, um, just the, the transfer portal the past three years has been wild. Right. It's and I think it's just gonna keep. We just getting, went to USC. What was it? Oh, fucking okay. Caleb Williams just went yeah. to USC because if we followed his head coach Lincoln Riley, um, which I mean everybody in Oklahoma freaked out about that because like the head coach of Oklahoma like never leaves for another job. It's like only happened like one other time in program history. They're either there till they retire or they get fired like they, they never leave for somewhere else um but uh lincoln riley gets the bag dropped on him from usc and it's pretty hard to say no going from living in norman oklahoma to fucking los angeles california um right. and he gets to try to revive the i'm USC going to as, as an ohio state fan i'm going to read you a little bit of stats from this game nothing wild no one really popped off in this game beating notre dame but also going into it i expect it, it Notre Dame is always expected to be a good team. Uh, Notre Dame was ranked five, Ohio State two. Ending score, Ohio State winning 21-10. C.J. Stroud only threw for 223 yards. He did have a completion uh, of 24-34, to so not bad with two touchdowns. Uh, Henderson really expected a little bit more out of him. 90, 15 carries for 91 yards isn't bad, 6.1 average but really kind of expected more like as an Ohio state fan kind of expected more out of him with kind of who we've had as running backs in the recent years. Like you expect him to pop off like week one through like week five, just to really shit on people. But yet again, Ohio state didn't have a fucking breeze of a game for week one this year. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I certainly was expecting more points to be scored. Uh, but I, this, um, I actually, I was talking to, uh, one of the coaches at my gym and he's an Ohio state fan. Cause he's from Ohio. And we were talking about it. And he's like, what do you predict the score to be? I said, 42 to 24. I thought Ohio state would win by two scores, but I thought it would be a high scoring game. And he said, 42 to 14. He thought that Notre Dame would score less. This game was fucking battled. <laughs> yeah, it certainly was as somebody who had the over. And I think I, <laughs> yeah. took, I think I took the Ohio state spread. It was uh, and then actually, I, I actually live bet Ohio State at halftime minus four and a half. So I bet on them to win by basically five points or more, which they ended up doing, which was nice. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, that was a credit Notre Dame. Like we always expect them to be tough. I definitely was, I don't want to say that I, I actually, I think I did undervalue Notre Dame. I, I did not think I was they hoping were, they would just be bad week one. Right. Is more of uh, what I was thinking. Well, I guess I was, I was expecting more out of Ohio state's offense, to be honest with Same. you. I, I expected Stroud and Marvin Harrison jr. And Ibaka to just fucking shred the secondary. Um, right. And you know, credit to Notre Dame's defense could have something to do with Smith and Jigba going down with that injury as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they ended up scoring what 21 points. I think 21, 10 was the yeah, final 21, 10 is the final. I definitely was that de- before the game, I was definitely leaning more towards a 42, 24 score. Like you yeah. were, I would have loved that. Um, but you know, you live and you learn. I think it gave us a good idea of kind of where both of these teams stand though. And I do think both of them are two of the better teams in the country. Do I think Notre Dame is going to run, make a, a run after this to the playoffs. I mean, if they win out, sure. Um, I have to, uh, I'm going to look really quick. I, I want to see what their schedule is. I think their toughest game after this, I think they play Clemson. I'm looking BYU at 21 at week five. Um, that's if they say, it. yeah, Clemson, USC at the end of the season, last game of the season is USC. So if USC sticks around and keeps fucking around, then. Yeah, but yeah, no, Clemson is really their only other battle. Uh, we'll hit on it really quick, and by really quick, I mean I'll just say the score and we'll fuck off. Michigan beat Colorado State fifty-one to seven. That means literally nothing because Michigan nothing. sucks, and also Colorado State is even worse. So that means literally nothing, and we can move on to NFL now. Cool. Uh, we'll go into the week one. We'll get your predictions basically because this comes out after those. So we'll see how fucking correct you are. We'll see how fucking wrong I am. You need, so, to, you need to edit this after Jeff and just add buzzers whenever he's wrong. Just, <laughs> just dub over it with the like the correct. So we but one, not in Andy's voice. So fun fun fact, oh, like um, an Asian lady or something. That'd be awesome. Something wild. So fun fact, um, Nick and I are out of town for Adam's bachelor party this weekend. So week one, I oh, will miss yeah. literally all the games except for my favorite team who won the Super Bowl. The Rams. They play on Thursday, so I will get to see that. Where where's the bachelor party? In Minnesota. We're going up to Minnesota. We got a lake house. We're gonna chill out. We're gonna go play some top golf. We're gonna fuck off. We're just gonna do some wild shit. And by that I mean we're gonna fucking watch movies, get hammered, and then go do top golf. And maybe if I can convince everyone, play an actual round of golf. Oh yeah. I just need clubs. <laughs> <laughs> so week one, Thursday night game. 7.20 p.m., Rams at Bills. Or Bills at Rams, sorry. This is probably one of the hardest-hitting games of the se- of week one. The Bills sh- could have gone to the Super Bowl last year. Should have, probably. Uh, yeah, absolutely. how that ended. Like, I'm I'm, very... I am a huge, huge Josh Allen fan. Love him to death. As am I. Um, I like I'm a Rams fan, and I think my one through three quarterbacks goes literally Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and then Matt Stafford. I I love Joe Burrow. I love everything about him and everything he's doing. I love Josh Allen. He is he's physical as shit for no reason when he shouldn't be. And I think that's respectable. And then like he just gets up and he just throws fucking 90 yard fucking dimes to people for funsies. I think he is underrated compared to Patrick Mahomes. 
I think they both have fucking bazookas for arms, but I think Josh Allen beats him out. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, I mean, it's such a tough matchup, and it's a matchup that we're going to get to see. First game next. of of the NFL season. Rams right. and Bills. That I mean, is I'm, going to be a fucking... Oh, it's either going to be a defensive battle or it's going to be a fucking... The scoreboard's lighting up. Like... So I'm hoping for the scoreboard lighting up. I know Matt Stafford is kind of nursing a little bit of an injury. I, yeah. know, I don't know if he's completely 100% yet. But Cam um, Akers back 100% right now. Cam Akers is back. That's I mean, that's great to hear from Rams fans. You add Allen Robinson to your receiving yeah. core, who I'm going to miss. With Cooper Cup already winning the triple. Did he win the triple count crown? think i think he won the triple crown but i'm not 100 on that yeah i mean he's insane i've got him on one of my fantasy teams uh which i'm excited about um but yeah man i i also a, a big big josh allen guy i think he i mean he has a rocket arm he looks great in shorts he's tall i mean what else do, what His else personality say he like he like gets it too you know he's like one of those professional athletes that you could like you know he's as like as bro as this sounds he's like he's a dude that you'd be like yeah i'd, I'd love to have a beer with that guy you know yeah. like you'd like you could sit down and like shoot the shit with him and i think how like genuinely have a good time and he's like an amazing football player obviously he's what, like six five six six not only can he throw the ball he can move around and he's just so hard to game plan against i think the matchups we're gonna see with him and Patrick Mahomes, like the next 10 to 15 years, God willing, obviously, um, are, are just going to be fucking insane. I know it'll be damn near uh, appointment television. We'll, we'll um, get, it, we'll get a uh, full predictions for each game here, by the way, not full predictions, but we'll take everyone's predictions sure. out want, of the three of us. I want to know who makes the tackle and when God damn it. Uh, Von Miller. Coming over to the Bills from uh, from LA the Rams last yeah. year. Um, uh, do you I'm, think he just walked in the room and went, "Hey, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is a problem. Like we should probably stop yeah. that." <laughs> like like Urban like Urban Meyer last year. Like who's this ninety nine <laughs> guy on the Rams? I'm hearing he might cause us some problems. It's like, oh, you've never heard of the the, the best player in the <laughs> the best defensive player in the fucking NFL. Uh, anyway, I'm taking the Bills here. Actually, on the road, um, I. I think Josh Allen throws four touchdowns. I think he rushed. I think he rushes for fifty yards, throws for about three fifty, uh, and the Bills win a tight one, a tight one, thirty-five to twenty-eight. I'm going to go with because I'm a Rams fan. I will choose the Rams. It really depends on how Matt Stafford's arms doing, honestly. But I think if Matt Stafford is good and ready to go for the game i think rams do win this also with cam Akers back and him having basically no film for anyone to watch last season i think they i I think they win and i think it's kind of like what you said i think the rams score somewhere in the 30s i think the bills score high 20 like high 20s somewhere in there i think that is a very I don't know because like don't get me wrong the rams defense good you have aaron donald and you have jalen ramsey and if i I think if I'm assuming Jalen Ramsey will be on Singletary the entire game and just trying to shit on him. And I think that's going to cut down a little bit of what Josh Allen can do, but also like 
don't get it wrong. Josh, the the Bills have fucking weapons still too. So I mean, Dawson Knox, Stefan yeah. Diggs. You got to. I think we're forgetting about Gabe Davis, who quietly had a great year last year. Who I'm pretty high on this year. If you, if you, well, no, this will be by. Week I will say after I think week one, so everybody's fantasy drafts will be done by that point. But I'm my my one go to since you gave an actual score and I didn't. I will say Acres rushes for over seventy five yards here, at least. All right, cool. I'm definitely going to bet on uh, Cooper Cup to score a touchdown. Um, I might even bet on a Josh Allen rushing touchdown. You fucking that's frisky. not a bad idea. That, it's not, it is risky with Aaron Donald being on the front line there, but I I would also. I think that would be something I would take too. I think Josh I Allen, it. Josh Allen in the 10 yard line, it, pretty unstoppable, honestly. Uh, I, other than Aaron Donald, obviously, but right. Football is my absolute favorite thing to gamble on. It's the best sport to gamble on, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, I'm going most to... forgiving. I feel like also it can be brutal, but I feel like Ugh. it can also be like the most forgiving. I feel like you're decent it, with like it how give you. It what it taketh away but exactly. usually it taketh away all right we'll move it. through a couple of these pretty quick so next one eagles lions i actually think lions will win this i think lions actually Ooh, have a really frisky. good i think lions actually other than as a past rams fan golf not doing us absolutely dirty i do think the lions have a good team outside of golf like outside a, of their starting quarterback yeah if they <laughs> Uh, I, I think I think Lions win this. All right, that's bull take. I'm gonna take the Eagles. Um, I think they have they had a really incredible offseason. Um, they've added a lot of pieces. They added a guy like AJ Brown this couple weeks ago. They just added CJ Gardner Johnson from the Saints to sure up the secondary. Uh, I thought they drafted really well, bringing in a guy like Jordan Davis from Georgia. Uh, I think they might have also gotten a Kobe Dean as well. So I, I'm actually pretty high on the Eagles this year, which is weird to say, cause I'm usually not. Uh, but I think the Eagles take this uh, week one. I do think the lions are going to be a little bit better than people think this year. I know, especially with them having hard knocks, maybe people are actually a little higher on them than they should be, but I think the lions are frisky. I love Dan Campbell or man Campbell uh, as I like to call him um, bite your fucking kneecaps off. Uh, yeah, but I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. I'll take that. Uh, 49ers, Bears, take 49ers. Their defense is too good for the Bears to ever score on, honestly. Uh, I'll cry have, now. We have – And they have Debo Samuel and, like, Trey Lance, no one knows anything about. But, like, I think, honestly, my personal opinion, I think he's probably interchangeable with Garoppolo. You have DJ Sam, like, Samuel anyways. Or, right, yeah. Debo no. Samuel. Debo, yeah. Debo Samuel. Yeah. Like and then you, and then it's just the 49ers defense. Like I mean, it's always yeah. good. Like I don't, I don't see I don't the Bears know. doing well against it. I'm going against you, dude. I'm picking the Bears, and it'll be the it'll be the end of me till the end of time because I will always have more confidence in them than I should. Uh, I'm really really high on Justin Fields this year. Um, oh, I love I'm, him to death. I think I'll, Justin Fields is great, but I don't think that. I mean, I don't think the defense is going to be worth the shit, so that's going to be a problem. Um, but. We're going to have college scores out here with Bears games. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a change from what we're used to. We're used to just never fucking scoring at all. Just at least maybe we'll get in the end zone. Um, I, I think Montgomery's primed to have a good year. I love Darnell Mooney. I think he's primed to be his number one target. Cole Komet's going to have a good year. I'm going to be biased. I'm going to take the Bears just because I'm really not that high in the 49ers, to be honest. 
just feel like suffering a little bit this week. Oh, I love it. I love okay. to just fucking torture myself, bro. Bears play on it. the Bears play on Monday night football on my birthday this year. Yeah. And uh, what am I what am I gonna do? Watch it and be pissed off on my fucking and, birthday. That's what Andy, I'm Andy, I will uh also believe in flying cattle, and I think that Texas will beat Bama this weekend. Oh, you should put your money on that. <laughs> Because if you put a dollar, you might win a couple grand. Like, Hold on, Jesus. I can tell you. Hold on, let's see what the line is. I've never gambled on sports. <laughs> I'd bet five bucks on Texas this week. That would be wild. So this is subject to change by, by the time this releases, but at the time of recording. I have no idea how to bet on sports, but don't I have to like go to a casino somewhere? No, not anymore. Maybe. All right, so Texas is plus plus eight hundred, so that means they're eight to one. So if you were to bet five dollars on Texas to win, you would win forty bucks. <laughs> hey, to that's be fair, better. Those are better odds than I thought they were going to so be. So <laughs> the spread for that game is twenty and a half. So they're projecting Jesus. that Alabama is going to win by three Jesus. touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> so next so, next game on the on the slate for. For NFL Steelers Bengals, I'm taking Bengals. I I don't hate them. Cho- the Steelers choosing Mitch Trubisky as their starter. I don't hate it. I don't. I think it's the right move. But I think Bengals coming off Super Bowl season, Joe Burrow coming in, he's healthy. Just I I think the Bengals are still riding the high, and I think Bengals are going to take this week one. Yeah, I like the Bengals over the Steelers here. I think historically, uh, the. It is at the, the Bengals also. Historically, it's not the Bengals' favor uh, in this in this matchup, but I do like what they have uh, put together a little bit better than what the Steelers have put together. I'm always going to have a special place in my heart for Mitchell Trubisky. I'm super excited for him that 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 he was named the starter. I think he deserved it, um, and I hope he actually plays well enough to keep the starting job. And I hope it he is not used as a scapegoat like he was. Uh, during his time in Chicago, I'm not saying that he was Chicago perfect. scapegoating. Come on, we'd never do that to yes. anyone. Come on, right? we're not like, gonna blame we, anybody. Yeah, what it's almost as if we you act like Chicago would blame kickers for, lo- for losing playoff games. I mean, I, I blame we them. would. <laughs> I'm not even a Bears fan, and I, I don't blame that. I hate that guy. Uh, <laughs> I hate that guy, dude. I was working during that game, and obviously, it was playoff, so. Like I was bartending, I was behind the bar. We're full of fucking Bears fans. Everybody's fixed on the game. Comes down to that field goal. So they actually called like a timeout right before he was about to kick the first one. He made the first one, and not everybody saw that they called uh, that the Eagles had called timeout to try to ice him. And everybody starts like clapping and like, no, shut up. Called timeout and fucking actually kicks it. Doink, doink, double doink, and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" And I had to, I had to go outside, like at work. I had, and I walk, I stepped. Didn't one step. didn't it get tips? Didn't like review well, say, see it like it got like, tips like that, like the yeah. tip of somebody's finger, and then it hit off the upright, and then the fucking crossbar, and then mm-hmm. sadly bounced to the fucking end zone. I had to step outside and it was one of like one of the saddest like fucking sports moments I've had in my life. I step outside, take one step outside the door. I don't even think I let it close before I'm just in the alley and just going. Fuck! <laughs> to, to be like, fair, 
to this day, I'll just bring up Rex Grossman and Jeff just to piss him off. Yeah. Or, I mean, <laughs> Rex is our quarterback. Yeah, yeah, Rex. <laughs> Rex Grossman is still, he's my quarterback. Um, I mean, besides them, that was like, that's 2018. Besides Rex Grossman's team, 2018, I was the best chance the Bears had to win a Super Bowl uh, in this fucking uh, millennium. <laughs> so... It, that one just really hurt because there would have been, I'm not saying they would have won it, but there definitely would have been an easier path. Like they, I don't know, man. I felt that God, we were that contenders. Team, that team was so good. They were just as good as anybody left in that playoffs. Um, but I mean, I guess takes a little sting off if the, the Eagles ended up going on to win that year. So good on them. Feels better. <laughs> feels better to have lost to the to the champs. Than oh no! I I hope out. in playoff games, if the team that beats me, I hope they get fucking curb stomped. Well, I do too. I hope they get but, curb stomped in the airport. <laughs> I mean, I think there's you can you can spin it either way. Like either way, you <laughs> lost. Like you either lost to a team that lost after you, or you lost to the best team out of all of them. All right. Next up, we got Patriots Dolphins. What I- a transition. Yeah, thanks. I, I'm really good at it. It's called just move on. I, lo- I like, like right, how even that's enough of this. Out good transitions. Well, like, the fact that you guys backtracked to the Bears after we talked about Bengals. Whatever, dude. Like, they're in my heart. Yeah, that's fine. They shouldn't be. They're fucking garbage. You're going to end oh, up heartbroken every dude, time. I'm going to fucking call you when the Rams lose on Thursday night. Laugh and hang up. Dude, fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that every week the Bears lose. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of phone calls. <laughs> so next we got Patriots Dolphins. I I don't know much about what the Patriots did in the offseason. Did they do anything with their defense? Is it still okay? Can they, I mean, still, they still sacrifice have, it? They still have Judon, who had a really good year last year. Um, I believe they still have Kyle Duggar. I'm trying to – I'm honestly, I'm not too versed on the Patriots' defense, so I'm not going to pretend I'm, like I am. I do know offensively. Um, also not great on offensively. But. I mean, offensively, uh, you have like Ramondre Ramon Stevenson in the backfield. Um Damian Harris is also going to get some touches back there. Mac Jones going into his second year. So you're kind of like, all right, what is he? Is he going to take a step forward? Um, they had, they got, they picked up some veteran receiver actually who used to play on the dolphins. What was his name? Uh, I couldn't tell you, man. Is it Jarvis Landry? I think they got Jarvis Landry. Maybe that seems somewhat familiar. I'm not 100% on it. Let me click on the Patriots here. See what the fuck their death chart looks like. Um, Devonte Parker. Ah, uh, yeah, that's who I'm thinking about. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. So, and then if you look at the Dolphins, they got Tua. Uh, we don't really know what Tua is yet, but they did add Tyreek Hill, who's yeah. steps in and he's gives you one of the best weapons in the NFL immediately. Philip, or what is it? Uh. Lindsay, they're starting running back. Who is it? No, I thought they cut him. I think it's Chase Edmonds. It might be. I can click on this. Hold on. I can check. It might be somebody else. I think the Dolphins starting running back is Chase Edmonds. Um, but also, okay, so no, we have this. Yeah. We have, so oh, this... Raheem Morst. Mo- Moser. Moser. Okay. So he he was pretty solid with San Francisco. So they'll pro- they'll probably use both of those guys. But the, no, we have this. I got. I think I have to pick the Patriots, and this is the reason. 
it is a rookie head coach going against Bill Belichick. Rookie yeah. head coaches don't beat Bill Belichick. Yeah, I, 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 I would also choose the Patriots here. I don't. I do kind of like how the Dolphins have had their team set up and how like it I, looks after this offseason, but I don't think they beat Patriots week one. I, I just don't. I feel like Bill Belichick wins. I agree. Uh, I'm looking up his record versus rookie head coaches. because Oh, I'm sure crazy. it's insane. <laughs> you have to look that up? Well, he's been around for like 30 plus years, if yes. not more. <laughs> we can start rapid firing these two. Yeah. There's, there, there's some games that aren't really worth lot. watching. Uh, next one up, I think we will kind of discuss a little bit. Uh, Browns and Panthers. I, I'm choosing Panthers. I want Baker Mayfield to have a heyday. I want him to be like, hey, by the way, Browns, you can go fuck yourself. I want him to just fucking have a heyday. Uh, to any team that signs a person who is allegedly a sex offender with multiple charges, I'm going to choose the other team no matter what. But also the fact that other team's quarterback is the one that you ditched for this guy knowing he had allegations against him. No, nah, I'm choosing fucking Baker Mayfield over Deshaun Watson every day. <laughs> so Deshaun is suspended like 11 games, so he's not going to play. At least, yeah. Uh, it'll be Jacoby Brissett under center for the Browns. Um, not a horrible backup. Honestly. Not a horrible backup. Um, I there definitely is the revenge factor for Baker. I'm going to be interested to see how that goes. Also, I'm going to see how quickly Miles Garrett gets into the backfield to try to fuck Baker up uh, yeah, in true. this game. How quickly uh, he gets suspended for a season again. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go revenge and I will take the Panthers here, but I think this one's going to be pretty close. Uh, yeah. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I, I want Baker to win. I want him to have a good game. I want him to get his win and walk away. Uh, next up Colts, Texans taking Colts. Texans are still shit. Uh, yeah. Colts. I think it's pretty easy. Jonathan Taylor should run all over him. <laughs> uh, Saints Falcons taking Saints Falcons. I don't like their acquisitions. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go famous Jameis. Uh, Jameis for MVP. I think he has a big game, hopefully a good start to the year. I just, the Falcons, there's just so many questions. It's Marcus Mariota's the starter. Uh, Obviously I think Kyle Pitts is great, but you got a new uh, wide receiver in Drake London. I'd be curious to see how they use Cordell Patterson again this year should be pretty fun, but they have to go with the saints. Uh, We got Raven jets. I do like the jets team almost as much as I like the lions. I don't think they're horrible. Other than uh, their fucking quarterback. Uh, if they can figure out the quarterback, just, I think they could be good. But just with the fact of what I just... Yeah, that's it. I don't like MILF. So as I'm <laughs> currently searching for one with my life. Um, I, Zach Wilson, I don't know. Ladies, I you heard him. Zach Wilson, I don't know. I just, I don't like him as much as a quarterback. And I, it's fucking Lamar in the Ravens and... Harbaugh, I don't know. I, I think Ravens win this week one. If yeah. it was later in the season, maybe. But week one, I think Ravens just shit on them. Right. I don't even know if Zach Wilson is going to be healthy for this game. I think I don't think Dobbins is going to for the Ravens. He was like yeah. limping around in practice the other day. Yeah, I don't love that. I have him on one of my fantasy teams. Um, but I'm going to go with Baltimore. I just trust them way more than I trust the Jets. Just yeah. simple as that. So. Next one, 
is a toss-up for me. It's going to be hard to choose. It's Jaguars Commanders. I'm going to choose Commanders, but I want I want Trevor Lawrence to have a good season because I do think he deserves to have a shot in the NFL. But him being so good in college and going to the worst team in the NFL last season really kind of shits on him. Right. I'll be honest with you. You said Commanders, and I had a stroke. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, not great. I mean, the football team was better than that. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to jag off for a second, fellas, and I'm going to go with the Jaguars. That's a good we're, like we're, that. we're, that good. We're, we're jagging I like, off. I liked it. I just, I don't know, with them having McLaren still with Wentz, I, I think they still win it. And Chase, is Chase Young back for this? I think so. I yeah, I, I, I don't mean, know. I, I think they have a better shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're the better team. I'm just. I, we got to change it up a little bit. We can't be the same. We can't be the same on every game. That's fine. As long as you take the Giants over the Titans, that's fine. Um. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna pick the Titans. <laughs> All right, cool. We got that game out of the way. Uh, that was actually a later one, but yeah, I'm taking the Titans over the uh, Giants also. But next one, Packers Vikings. I I want the Vikings to win. I'm gonna pick the Vikings. I think the I, I think they. I enough. do think they have a shot here. Unless they do something fucking stupid like they always seem to do like in the last minute or two of the game against the Packers, I think the Vikings can can win this. I, I like their offense way – I think anyone can choose. Honestly, out of all the teams we chose, I think we can choose a wide receiving core better than the Packers right now. Like sure. out of <laughs> like, I mean, I'd much it, It's A-Rod. Have. I get it. He's the MVP, but like. I don't know, man. His receiving core ain't looking the greatest. Like, I mean, did they ever re- did they ever find him a new shoulder? That's a joke from I think five years ago. Thank you. Yeah, garbage joke. Um, Woo! I don't know. He coming back to the MVP. They still have Aaron Jones, if I am correct. I mean, yeah, like he's their their s- backfields are good, but like your backfield in the NFL is not going to win you a fucking game. Aaron, Unless yeah. you're fucking Derrick Henry and depends on the game, depends on the situation. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon's gonna see a lot of time, but I mean, obviously it is Aaron Rodgers. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's getting a little up there in age. Um, but he's kind of high on DMT. Yeah, he loves fucking <laughs> them, DMT and psychedelics State now. Farm sponsorships really hitting different. Um, he's dating a girl that's like a witch or some shit. Uh, yeah. which I love it. He got a tattoo this off season. To be fair, I lo- thought he was still dating Olivia Munn until like four months ago. No. Yeah. That hasn't been no. a thing for a while. I know. Yeah, that's, I, that's not, I get yeah. what, we're, we're taking like the Vikings. We're going to skip all Packers stock. Yeah. We're taking, yeah, we're taking the Vikings <laughs> and we're going against Aaron Rodgers and his tattoo. That looks like exactly what is going on in Kyrie Irving's brain right now. Uh, also true. Uh, yeah. We got, this is a good game. Raiders chargers. Ooh, I think I'm this is a go good game. The char- I'm going to go with the chargers. I think this is going to be a good game. Uh, I think Justin Herbert has a breakout season this year as if he hasn't already, but I think right. he just kind of builds on it and uh, really shows that he's one of the best quarterbacks in this league. Uh, obviously the Raiders with that huge addition of Devonte Adams, uh, don't forget what the Chargers did defensively, bringing in Khalil Mack, yeah. uh, a- adding on to that uh, defensive line with Joey Bosa. So I-, I think this has potential to be one of the best matchups. I mean, the a- the AFC West is the most loaded division in the NFL. I think this really is no the best. About it. I think this is the best Sunday game of sure. week one. 
for sure. I think this is. Uh, I will say I'm going to take the Raiders here, actually. I do love Justin Herbert. Love him to death. I love what he's done the past two seasons. Um, I do take the Raiders here, though, just because of uh, Waller. I like their defensive line a lot with Crosby. And I can't ever remember the other guy's name. Fucking, what is it? Crosby and Nasib? What is it? Carl Nasib? Yeah. I, I like their defensive line a lot. I think they'll get a lot of pressure. Um, and yeah, yet again, the Raiders taking Devontae Adams and having Renfro still. I, I think that's a really good offense. With Derek, Derek Carr's not a bad quarterback. I think he is shit on a lot. And I, I I understand why, but like also like what he's done for the Raiders already. I, I think he's a good quarterback. I am going to take the Raiders week one in this. Cool. Um Chiefs Cardinals. Um I'm a Rams fan, so Chiefs all the way because fuck the Cardinals. <laughs> and also, um, J.J. Watt's going to get injured for the season week one. So <laughs> so the Cardinals are without DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games, yep. I believe. So that's going to play a factor in it. The Chiefs did lose, you know, Tyreek Hill, a couple of Byron Pringle, a couple different weapons. They did bring on Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, but we have to add up. That fucking Patrick Mahomes can throw a ball 70 yards while parallel to the ground three inches mm. off of it. Sure. Uh, I'll take I'll take the Chiefs. Um, I won't Did you not watch the Super Bowl like two years ago? <laughs> no, I don't because I'm pretty sure like that's how no. sight works. Oh yeah, no, he defined physics for a hot three seconds there, but oh okay. yeah, he's a freak. Um I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I will not be surprised if the Cardinals keep it close and or win this game. Yeah, th- th- that one's a toss-up for me, for me, but I am taking the Chiefs on that one also. Buccaneers, Cowboys. Uh, I just assume Cowboys are just going to shit the bed like they always do year after year after year. What has it been, like 20 years now of doing that? I'm going to take Buccaneers. I don't, I, I don't think anyone I don't think anyone knows anything about what the fuck Tom Brady's Since doing. Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith. Tom Brady is... Is he playing? Um, I don't even know. I last I heard, he's like fucking. His wife told me he had to spend time with his children. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he retired, <laughs> and his wife. Well, before like last year, is you know, there were rumblings that his wife was unhappy. Like she's like ready for him to retire. I mean, the guy's fucking forty five. Like people don't play yeah, professional sports. So fucking good. I know, but he's still so good. <laughs> um. So she was like, "It's time for you to retire. Spend more time with the family. Spend more time with her." sounded like uh so he was like all right i retired and then like a month or two later he's like actually just kidding fuck hey, that. gas prices like, went up a lot i, I can't missed, afford this <laughs> i i fucking i miss football so he's back uh for another year he just took like a two-week leave or something from training camp to deal with personal matters uh people there are rumblings that it's like because he's having uh rocky marriage or some shit like that like giselle's pissed which I mean, she very well could be. It's very well within her rights, but it's also like been twenty plus years now I mean, of him he's doing the this. The fucking greatest quarterback of all time. Like, just let him play a couple more years, and then when he I shatters mean, both of his fucking knees, like yeah, let I him mean, play in hospice. I don't fucking col- know. I mean, keep letting him collect millions of dollars until they will not pay him anymore. Like, what do you? I, yeah, I, but um, like we have to also put in the fact that she makes a lot of money. Like she's oh, not, dude, she she's probably not makes, unattractive. Yeah. He probably makes more money than him. So it's it's she was it's a Victoria's like, Secret model, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I think I believe at one point she was making more money than he was. It very oh, well yeah, could be the still be the case. So it's not like they're strapped for cash. 
Um, and I definitely can see. She's got to own like a like a goop style building or business, right? <laughs> right. Goop esque. Well, I can see how uh, this would strain a relationship, though. Yeah. Being like, all right, yeah. yeah, I'm ready to retire. Then, like a month or two later, being like, actually, honey, I, I, I don't know I what to do outside of this. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you understand. I, I spent I two hours with else. one of our children, and I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know what to do with. I don't know what to do with my hands. Do I make out with my child? Oh, yeah. Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. They so look I'm, like I'm, footballs, I... and then I have urges <laughs> to squish them. Honestly, the only reason the NFL wears face masks is so Tom Brady doesn't kiss opposing players. Hell yeah! I, I, <laughs> I, I, I must. No, I, I am, I am an Ezekiel Elliott fan because you're gonna know Ohio State, but I, I take Buccaneers here because Ezekiel Elliott's been on a downfall ever since he came into the league, really. But. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks. Uh, I just like their pieces a little bit more than uh, what the Cowboys have. Cowboys defense also not looking great compared to the Buccaneers defense, still looking pretty solid. So uh, the Monday night game for week one, I understand how it could be good. Don't see it going well for one of those teams. It is the Broncos versus the Seahawks. I get it. It's Russell Wilson going against his former team finally. And I'm still, as a Rams fan, my least favorite team is the Seahawks. I will always put that out there. And I am still not a Russell Wilson fan. But also, fuck the Seahawks. And it's fucking Drew Locke again. Or G- what did they choose? Geno Smith? Didn't they yeah. choose Smith? Yeah. Geno Smith against fucking Russell Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, we're taking the Broncos here. <laughs> Broncos country. Let's, Let's ride. ride. <laughs> that meme. Also, don't get me wrong. The, the, the Seahawks still have a good receiving core with Lockett and Metcalf, but yeah, they're never just... going to see the ball. It's going to be like five yards in any opposite direction from where they need it to be. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Broncos as well. The Russell Wilson revenge game. Uh, I think they really put it on Seattle week one. I don't yeah. see this being close at all. No, not at all. I, I think this is an easy Bronco score 40 plus points here. I say 42 to 48 here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All that's right. a that's a college score, but like I I never said what I think the Seahawks are gonna score, but like Broncos, I think are gonna fucking run it up. I, I think this see is it. a shit I show for see it. I, I think after halftime it Seahawks crumble, realize that Pete Carroll and their whole team is just crumbling. And they have to deal with that. So that's week one. That's everything we got. Uh, when you listen to this, week one will be done. So congrats. You get to know what our I if we were right. $40 yeah. richer when Texas <laughs> beats Bama. Um, Adam, sorry for having to edit this long-ass episode. I've been keeping a timer. We are Actually, we're only 10 minutes over. So congrats to him. Uh, hopefully, it all gets to stay in. Uh, Andy, thank you so much for coming back on. It's this was, a, this was a, a pleasure. Time. Wild that we went this entire year until now not talking to you and doing a podcast with you that's absolutely i don't either like like sitting here and doing this now it's very odd and i don't like it but Uh we have it now we got it for the football season going into it uh let's let's do a quick little uh get what you got here what do you have for mvp i have what do i have of nfl uh, I'm going to go Josh Allen for MVP. I've been on Josh Allen for MVP the past couple seasons. I think Same. it happens this year. Um, my Super Bowl winner. Uh, I know you didn't ask for it, but I'm throwing oh, that it was out the there. next one. So MVP and Super Bowl winner. So Josh Allen and fuck it. The bills win the bills win the Super Bowl this year. 
I'm time, actually time the, the curse is lifted. Oh, actually, yeah, no, of course, no, the Bears are going to win like five games, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I I understand. Let's, let's the, play off. So I've also Frank been Wright. on Josh Allen for two years for MVP, but I'm I'm going to go Joe Burrow here. I think Joe Burrow has a an amazing amazing year here, and I think he ends up getting the MVP that. I also Josh Allen, I feel like is entitled to, but I think Joe Burrow beats him out again. And Josh Allen just goes next year on another rampage. He's just getting fucked over year after year. So I have that and I, I'm, I'm going Rams to win it again. Like bringing back a bunch of the major pieces, adding, adding Allen into the offense. Hopefully we can get fucking uh, Beckham back. Hopefully, like he recovers well, and like they sign him, and he they give him like a low price deal with a bunch of incentives, being like, "Hey, just play like eight games and get like two mil for it." Like, right. I think they give him a deal like that. I think he comes back. That defense still looking really good. I mean, you have Ramsey on any number one receiver in the fucking league. He's just gonna fucking. Uh, he might not win it all, but like every fucking game, but like he's going to be a fucking problem for people. And then you have Aaron Donald throwing helmets at people and making them look like pancakes on impact. So I don't know if you ever saw that still shot of the, the helmet making impact. It, it is flat. It is wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, yeah, if he doesn't get suspended for something wild, that uh, hopefully it doesn't become the next not, uh, Natomic and Sue or perfect or, or, or whatever the fuck or his Miles, name is. Or Miles Garrett. Yeah. Hopefully that all works out. I, I do have the Rams winning it all again. I think, I do think the bills go to the Super Bowl over the chiefs this year though. I hope so. I do too. I think Al Allen's been fucking fighting for years and he's been great every year. He's been in the league and just improving the bills around like around him has been beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. So I have that. Um, I'm assuming I'm just going to guess Nick's here. I'm assuming he's going to take fields to win MVP and the bears win it all. So I we're just going to put that out there. Uh, go ahead, Andy. Uh, plug everything again. Try to keep out the psychedelic story this time on your plug. That would be great. I'm just going to plug where to find me. Uh, <laughs> find my Twitter at uh, ahop23 for mostly tweets about gambling and sports and stupid shit. Find uh, Edging the Truth, www.edgingthetruth.com. Such a good name. You can go to <laughs> www.brewparty, the, thebrewparty.com. Uh, and then go to uh, from the stands, from the stand sports. Find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, yeah, thanks again for having me, boys. It's it's been incredible. It feels great to be back uh, on. You hate to see it. Uh, one of my, you guys are one of my original uh, podcast friends, so it, it makes me feel good inside that it's a couple years later and we're we're both still kind of going. Uh, on this journey uh, thanks for having me on to talk football i hope i broke it down all right for your fans that that don't like sports and then so but thanks again for having me boys uh adam sorry you couldn't be here but i guess you can officially take this as uh your last day with the podcast we did find the new one and somehow yeah. Nick stuck yeah, around. Somehow, wait, hold on. Somehow he made it through. They always slip through the We'll crash. have a battle between Adam and Nick. Yeah, a fight to the death. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everyone, who showed up and listened. And thanks, Andy, yet again. It's a yearly thing. We try to do it at least yearly. Once but, a year, <laughs> the boys get together. Adam, add, and, add an intro. Uh, intro. Jesus. What? Fucking, <laughs> What's add happening? an ending. Add an Fuck ending. it. Sorry, 
Sorry for talking about drugs on your podcast, dude. Just I don't think to... that was a problem. I don't think that was a problem. I think it was that it took up 15 minutes of the fucking of you plugging your shit. Oh, beginning. I know, dude. I was looking at the clock after I was done. I was like, God, that took way too long. Um, I know you've like cut that out before uh, my long ass plug. So just feel free to do it again. <laughs> All up to Adam. <laughs>